Hey, Jason Rogers here. I'm shooting this part of the video in my office here, and I wanted to talk to you about the first strategy you can use to make business acquisitions with poor credit. And it's very simply put to position yourself as an investment group and to really focus on the investment group, the credibility of the investment group, the track record of the individuals that are made up of the investment group. Of course, if your investment group has already made acquisitions, then you can use the, the track record regarding acquisitions and really focus on, on the credit worthiness of the entity, and then you're completely taken out of the context of the, of the conversation. Now, that said, I imagine many of you who are watching this video have yet to make a business acquisition, right? So if you already made a business acquisition and you personally have bad credit, but if your business has good credit, then that's all you needed to know and you can click out of the video. But I bet most of you are still watching because you're saying, yeah, but I've not made a business acquisition yet and I personally have bad credit. Okay, so we are gonna talk about ways you can get around that. I'm also gonna give you some warnings and let's move on to the next part of the video because I give the same kind of disclaimer more than once. I don't wanna waste your time. Hey, it's Jason Rogers here. And there's one extra bonus tip I wanna share with you here before we dive into the main video for how to procure lending and how to potentially make a business acquisition even if you have bad credit or poor credit. And watch to the end of this video because I actually really do not suggest that you necessarily go out and try to buy a business if you do have bad credit. We're gonna talk about that. So for your own well-being and success, I. I sincerely implore you to watch the end of the video, but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about asset-based lenders or even investors as well. In other words, individuals who will loan money for the acquisition of a business based on the value of the assets that this business that you're looking to buy has and holds, right? If you give somebody the first position lien, other than of course county taxes, tax, the local county will always have the true first position lien if you own the real estate uh, because the county has the ultimate juice. But besides owning real estate and having that first position county lien, the real first lien you can give to whoever is gonna lend you the money. And if the assets that the business has are sufficient, that can be a way to get around necessarily having great credit. It's not a surefire way, but it can be something that you can utilize. But with that, let's dive into the main video because we talk about a lot more different practical strategies for doing deals, how to do so with poor credit, and things to watch out for before you dive in. So let's get right into it. Making business acquisitions with bad credit. I wanna to talk to you about this, and I wanna do so because this is the question I've received most from you. I actually posted something on my Instagram, and I asked you guys, hey, you know, what would you like me to discuss in my next video? And this is the number one question. So first of all, if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram, go check that out and follow me so that you can ask me questions that I'll discuss in future videos just like this. And now, let's discuss how can one make a business acquisition with bad credit? It is possible, but I also want to be very clear with you that this is not a path I recommend most individuals take. In most cases, the fact that somebody has bad credit clearly illustrates that they lack the financial responsibility that one will need to be successful in not only making a business acquisition, but then operating that acquisition in a way that's gonna ensure that the mortgage gets paid and that if investors, if they're used, will get their preferred rates of return Right, I wanna be transparent and clear about the fact 
that if you have bad credit, before you just try to find a way through that problem, I recommend looking yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, have I learned from my past mistakes? I know this isn't the message that you're probably looking for. And look, we're going to get into the tactics, the how-to, and the strategies that you can deploy to make business acquisitions with bad credit. In fact, I'm working with somebody right now who's just about to complete a $2.3 million acquisition. And this is an individual who indeed has poor credit. He made some mistakes in the past, he learned from those mistakes, and he's now about to make a considerably sized seven-figure acquisition. So it is possible, and again, we're gonna talk about those strategies in a minute. But before we go forward, it's worth asking yourself the question, and since you probably forget to look yourself in the mirror later because that's kind of a weird thing to do anyways, let's do it right now. I'm looking you in the mirror, I'm looking you in the face, and I'm asking you, have you learned from your past mistakes? Have you grown and matured into the type of person that's ready for newfound responsibility? Should you be put in a place of responsibility to manage a seven-figure business? If the answer is yes, then great. Let's keep discussing this and let me help you make a seven-figure acquisition. Let me help you take that next step so that you can continue to draw a new line in the sand, a new direction for your life. But hey, if you've yet to learn the reasons why you have bad credit in the first place, then it's time to figure that out first. Does that make sense? Okay, with that disclaimer aside, and I know that's not the sexiest message, but it's something that we need to discuss. There are a couple of strategies you can take to make business acquisitions even if you have bad credit. And we're about to talk to those talk to those points. But first, I also wanna discuss the elephant in the room, which is, do you have money in the bank? And when I say money in the bank, I mean more than $86.14. Because the reality of the situation is it will take months, plural, to make a business acquisition, and it's gonna be a full-time job. If you wanna do it while working a nine to five, it may take you a year. It could be done in less, don't get me wrong, it can be done in less, but no matter how you slice it, it's gonna take months, plural, to, to do a first business acquisition. And the only way that you're likely to get this done in only a couple of months is if you're really focusing a massive amount of time deploying the steps that we discuss on this YouTube channel, which by the way, if you haven't subscribed to yet, come on now, join the YouTube channel here. But my point in the matter, I don't wanna miss this, is you're gonna to have to go months, plural, without taking a paycheck most likely, and you are going to need to sustain yourself. And so if you have $84.17 in your bank account, and if you have two weeks worth of Pop-Tarts saved up in your pantry, and that's the extent of what you have right now, then no, don't go forth with trying to make business acquisitions, especially if you also have bad credit. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to push a lot of people off the ledge. Because while I know you wanna take your swing at the plate and, and change your life and go for it, I have that energy in me, I resonate with that, I respect that, and that's why I'm trying to push you away now. Not that you should never make a business acquisition, but my point is, is at least have three months worth of Pop-Tarts saved up before you go full force. You see what I'm saying? If you only have two weeks of Pop-Tarts saved up right now and $84, you probably wanna get a couple more Benjis in the bank account, you probably wanna save up your proverbial Pop-Tart stack, and then, go on the offensive. 
Okay, because I'm gonna give you the strategy you can use to make business acquisitions with poor credit, but I'm just trying to preface that set of strategies I'm about to give you with some good old-fashioned common sense that really will help you be successful. Because the reality is, is if you do go bankrupt on this process of trying to make a business acquisition, which as I've talked about before in other videos, the number one reason acquisitions entrepreneurs fail, other than the fact that they give up, is the fact that it's very easy to have a personal bankruptcy or something very much mirroring that when you're trying to make your first business acquisition. Because you're not making any money, yet trust me, you're gonna be spending it on hotel rooms or rental cars or car payments or mortgage payment, whatever you have, right? Your utilities or your rent, your child support, if you have some of that stuff going on, right? And so you need to be aware, hey, look, if I have child support, if I have a mortgage, if I have three car payments, if I have all these expenses, I have 5,000 a month in expenses, and I have $8,000 in the bank account, should I go and start making business acquisitions today? No, you should probably save up 50G first. Give yourself a 10 month runway. Now that's a much more sustainable process. There you can actually potentially be successful. But if you have $8,000 in savings and you have 5,000 a month in monthly expenses, man, you're gonna make it a month and a third and then you're gonna go bust. I, I get, again, I'm, I'm hoping you're listening to this because this is the difference between success and failure. And if you fail, it's not like you just can wipe off the dust and start again tomorrow. Now you have even worse credit, your self-esteem is in the shitter, and not to mention, Everyone in your circle that may have wanted to help you before, now they saw you make a really irrational decision where you just went full force without having any long-term thinking associated with your actions. The odds of you finding a financial partner that's gonna help you make a business acquisition even though you have poor credit went even lower. Which, by the way, I just gave you the first strategy for how to make a business acquisition with poor credit. You find a financial partner. You find a financial partner that has high credit, Ideally, that has a substantial net worth, that has liquidity, meaning cash in their bank account, hopefully in the six or seven digits. And what you're ultimately gonna do is you're gonna split the deal, right? So if you buy a piece of real estate or you buy a service-based business or you buy any type of business or any property, whatever, say it's a $5 million deal, you do all of the legwork, you find the deal, you went through a thousand deals and found the number one that was the best, you negotiated with the seller, you build up the relationship, you did the due diligence, you built the team to help you do that due diligence, you put everything on a silver platter for your financial partner to come in and either guarantee the loan or put down the down payment, the equity, to get the loan or to, you know, he, the financial partner put down the down payment to secure the seller finance note, right? That financial partner essentially covered your weaknesses. And in exchange, you did all the legwork. That's a very possible model. Now, how much equity would you give away to that financial partner to partner with you to essentially cover for the fact that you have bad credit and maybe a lack of net worth? Well, that depends on how good of a negotiator you are, how much you needed the financial partner, did they need to put in a lot of money or only maybe 5% of the capital stack, right? If it's a million dollar purchase, are they putting down 500 grand or 50 grand? Obviously, there's gonna be a big difference there between the two. How many different financial partners are you in discussions with? Do you have a Rolodex of financial partners that you can call at the last minute to say, hey, look, if you guarantee this loan, I'll give you 10% of the deal, right? If you have a big list of financial partners, you can call 50 different people and have 49 of them say no, but one person says yes, they'll guarantee the loan, they have the net worth to do it, and bang, you kept 90% of the deal and you had a financial partner guarantee the loan for 10% of the deal. Whereas if you only know one person with the financial liquidity and the financial strength to be able to guarantee the loan, then you may be in a position where you need to give away a greater percentage of the deal because you don't have the leverage to negotiate hard with that one individual. 
So that's one way you can get the thing through. Likewise, if you partner with somebody that has a high net worth, then oftentimes putting cash down will reduce the need for a guarantee. In other words, cash is king. You put 25% down and you partner, you do an SBA loan, for example, you partner with the SBA, you work with the bank that has the connection with the SBA, you may be able to get it through. The SBA is gonna be a more liberal bank, if you will, to work with than a traditional private bank because a, a traditional private bank is a for-profit bank. The SBA officially, you know, our government officially is trying not to lose money, but I mean, look at the United States deficit. We're, we're massively in debt. The United States is, is pretty good at, at, at losing money and being okay with it. So your odds of being able to get away with less if you partner with the SBA, it's better. Look, the other way that you could potentially do a deal, even though you have poor credit, is to look for seller finance options. Because look, when you work with a seller and the seller finances the transaction, you have one person or maybe a husband and a wife to persuade, as opposed to an entire bank. Or a big set of you know, decision makers that may be associated with a bank. Banks generally, you're gonna have systems and policies that they can't bend on, they can't break. Whereas a mom and pop that's worth five million, that's already made their money, that wants to retire, they may like you, they may have a relationship with you, or they may have a connection with you, they may really believe in your vision, and they may not even look at your credit score, or they may look, look beside it and say, you know what, okay, we're gonna charge you an extra interest, uh, an extra percent of interest a year on your loan, but it's not a big deal to us. So working that seller finance channel is another option for you to get a deal done, even though you have poor credit. But again, if you're not in a position right now in your life, because you have no money, you have no Pop-Tart save up, you have bad credit, you have all these things that aren't really set up for you to be successful, and then you just try to go for it, no, I learned the strategies, I'm gonna you know, find financial partners and rely on seller finance. Okay, you may try to do those things, but in five weeks from now, when you are just starting to build rapport with a couple of sellers and you run out of money, and all the credit cards have said, eh, eh, no way, we're not giving you money, your credit card has declined, then what do you do? And that's really the thing I would leave you with in this video. Now, before you go, I want a couple of things from you. One, what have you learned in this video? Please share your comments below. What do you agree with? Do you disagree? And also, what would you like me to discuss next? Share in the comments below. Next, please thumbs this video up. It helps me keep on helping you. Subscribe to this YouTube channel if you wanna have more conversations like this about doing deals, buying businesses, making business acquisitions, or real estate acquisitions. I'm actually officially in the real estate space, though I, I look at real estate acquisitions as business acquisitions, because I run my real estate like a business. And then very lastly, if you haven't yet followed me on Instagram for more behind the scenes insight, and behind the scenes looks into what it's like to be an acquisitions entrepreneur, I'll put that right here, all right? And with that, I'll talk to you in the next video.